Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Michael, and thank you for joining me. I hope you're all having a great week. Today, I'm going to be looking at the difference between do versus make. And even though these are kind of fairly, you know, beginner words, like easy words, knowing when to use each one can be quite difficult. And even advanced learners, advanced English learners, make mistakes with these. There's a lot we can learn here. So I'm going to go over some rules and some ways to remember it today. Um, before we get to that, I want to give a couple updates, if you don't mind. So, first of all, some of you may know that my Level Up English website is kind of being redesigned at the moment and lots of changes are happening there. So, at some point, you'll be able to join and become a member over there and you'll have access to so much English learning content. At the moment, there have been some technical difficulties, some problems. And the membership is closed right, you know, at the time of this podcast recording. But maybe when you're listening, it will be open. Who knows? Um, I will do an, an episode to announce it in the future. And I'll kind of explain all about it then. You can still access the website to see the show notes and everything like that. But for now, there might be some things that are still being updated. So I hope you enjoy the new website, but also... Thank you for your patience as well. However, you can still sign up to the weekly free lessons and I will be improving these continuously. I've got lots of ideas on how I can improve them in the future. So if you want to kind of gain access to the free lessons, I send once a week every Thursday, then you can sign up to my email list, which you can find on the... Well, if you go to Level Up English go way down to the bottom, there will be a section where you can sign up and you can unsubscribe anytime if you decide you want to stop the lessons. But it's a great way to learn. And also, if you reply to my emails, I will even give you feedback and corrections as well. So I try to kind of help as much as I can there. I guess the last thing I'd like to talk about is a very special event coming up. And this is episode 100. This is really amazing. So that not only marks kind of a big three-digit number, but also it's almost two years since I started the podcast. I've been doing one every week for the last almost two years. But I would like some ideas of what I could do on this big occasion. Um, I've had some requests already. I've had people say maybe I could talk about my journey a little bit, my journey in life or language learning. I'm not sure if that would be interesting, but that's one idea. I could share some slang. I could uh, talk about some of the milestones we've reached, kind of where the listeners of this podcast are from and all that kind of stuff. I've got a few ideas, but nothing big at the moment. So if you have any ideas of what I should do on episode 100, please let me know. I'll be making it in March, I imagine. So send me an email, leave a comment on the website, give me some ideas. I'll be happy to do them. But okay, let's get into the main part of today's topic. So I had a listener request to talk about the difference 
between the verbs do and make. This was a few weeks ago, so hopefully that person is still listening. But there is a lot of crossover between the two, and it can be quite confusing to know when to use each one. So they're connected to many different collocations, uh, like common expressions, and although there aren't clear rules that you can always remember, there are ways we can group them into categories and make it a little bit easier. So today I'm going to try to go over some of the main categories of how you can remember these, and I'll give you some examples of each one. Then at the end, I'm going to give you a little quiz to practice. So whether you are driving now, whether you're at the gym, or just relaxing, doing the dishes, whatever you're doing, you can answer these questions in your head, or maybe even out loud. And if you want to hear the answers, I will tell you the answers at the very end of the show, after the outro music. But okay, well, let's get into the topic and we'll start with do. So as I said before, it's connected to many collocations. A lot of the ones with do are connected to work. It could be housework or other kinds of work, physical things like that. So for example, we can say do homework. You know, I am doing my homework. Or when will you do the dishes? Do the dishes just means wash the dishes. It means you're cleaning the plates in the sink, perhaps. Do the dishes. So we often use it for work. Here's a few more examples. Do the cleaning. Do the dusting. Do the hoovering. Maybe I need to go to work and do my paperwork. I need to do my taxes. Something like that. See, they're all connected to work tasks, projects in some way. There are many we could use. I should say there are many exceptions as well. So it's not always going to be true. But if you're not sure which one to do, which one to do, <laughs> then go with do if it's for work. You know, we wouldn't say I'm going to make my taxes or I'm going to make the cleaning. We're not really creating anything. So we're just going to say do. Yeah. The next one is when we talk about something that is not specific. And this one is fairly simple because it usually has the word thing, like nothing, something, anything. And this is not specific, which means it's not a special action. It's kind of very vague. So I am going to do nothing. Why don't you do anything? Well, let's do everything. Yeah, anything like that, we can say do. Did you do something? Did you do something? Yeah, so when we have one of these words, we say do. To do something, to do anything. Something that is not specific. So, as I said before, let me know something that I should do on podcast episode 100. Yeah, see if you can think of any more examples for each of these categories and let me know. Okay, so the last one now for do, we're going to we're going to do only a few of them. <laughs> this one is for obvious things. Obvious things. So when we are talking about a verb that is kind of obvious, we can just say do sometimes. 
So one example I said before is do the dishes. We can say wash the dishes, but really wash is kind of obvious. You know, we don't need to say wash because it's the only thing we do with dishes, really. You know, we know you're not breaking them. We know you're not eating them. So you're doing the dishes. It just means wash the dishes. I don't know why. Maybe we just do it to simplify the language, but really it just makes it more confusing, doesn't it? Another example is if you want to look good and you want to maybe tie your hair in a ponytail or you want to put some gel or some, I don't know, mousse. Well, I don't know. I don't have hair anymore. But if you want to style your hair in some way, you can say do your hair. Bear with me one second. I'm going to go to the bathroom and do my hair. So it could mean a few different things. It could be straightening your hair, curling your hair, making your hair look good. But this is really replacing the verb tie or style or something like that. It depends. But it's quite obvious what, what you mean by do your hair. So we don't need to say the real verb all the time. Another example is makeup. I'm going to do my makeup. We could say I'm going to apply my makeup or put on my makeup. But again, it's kind of obvious because when you have makeup, there's only, there's only one thing you do with it, really. So we just say do. Another example is an exam. Do you know the verb we would use for an exam? We probably would use, um, we could say write an exam or a bit harder to guess to sit an exam. I will sit this exam. But to keep it simple, again, we could just say do an exam because again, there is only one thing we do with exams and that is write. So we just say do an exam. The final one that I can think of right now anyway is do the laundry. Laundry is when you wash your clothes. So you could say wash the laundry or dry the laundry or hang out the laundry outside. But if you say do the laundry, that's referring to the whole process, just dealing with the clothes. So that's a useful one as well. However, as I said before, we cannot say this about everything. For example, a book. If you have a book in your hands, it's very obvious what you're going to do. You're going to read it. But we don't say, I'm going to do a book. You know, that sounds a little bit strange. So we, I'm going to read a book. So again, there are rules, but it doesn't always work. I'm just kind of giving you some overview today that might be helpful. But okay, well, let's go on to make. So I've got about five different situations for when we can use make. Generally, make is referring to kind of the outcome of something. It obviously is related to making or creating things. You're kind of making something from nothing. Maybe there's a bit more creativity involved. But there are some cases where it doesn't really make sense. That's a good one. Make sense. Why we use make? Why don't I say do sense? Don't really know, to be honest. We just say make sense. So some of these are just collocations that you have to remember. But one of them is connected to food, drinks and meals. So if you are brewing some tea or baking a cake or perhaps preparing a meal, we can get rid of all of those verbs and just say make. I'm making tea, I'm making coffee, making a cake, making a meal. 
Or even you're making a mess, right? You're creating a mess from nothing. So generally, when we talk about food, we can say make. And again, it's that idea that before there was nothing, now there is something. There's that creation aspect as well. The next one is a little bit different. This is about plans and decisions. So when you have a plan, you can say make a plan or make a choice, something like that. Let's make a decision soon. This one's a little bit harder because you're not really creating anything physical. You are kind of creating something in your head though. Uh, let's make a plan to meet at seven. Let's make arrangements to, I don't know, rearrange the football match. Let's make some rearrangements. So when we're talking about plans and decisions, we can use make. So think of your own examples for this one as well. The next one is connected to feelings and reactions. So when you are causing someone to react in a certain way, we can use the word make. For example, reading your podcast reviews makes me happy. So it causes me to be happy. So this is a little bit similar to kind of the, the make that means force. Like if you force someone to like, you know, you have a gun and you say, hey, go and uh, you know, jump in the water. You're making them jump in the water. You're forcing them. So this is a little bit similar, but it's not so strong. You're not forcing people. You're causing something to happen. So your reviews make me happy. My computer breaking makes me angry. Hearing about the news makes me sad and seeing your face makes me smile. <laughs> so think about an example for yourself. Think about something that makes you feel a certain way. What reaction does it cause in you? Next one is quite specific and this one is related to sounds and talking. Anything like this. So we say make a speech. I need to make a speech on you know, how to make a podcast, something like that. And notice I said make a podcast because I'm creating it. There was nothing before, then there is a podcast. I'm making a podcast. Um, if we are creeping in the dark, we're trying to hide from someone, I would say, hey, don't make a noise or don't make a sound. Yeah. Another good expression is make a racket. Racket is kind of like a loud, annoying sound. So if you have kids, you might want to say to them, hey, stop making such a racket. Quiet down, okay? Stop making a racket. So when we talk about sounds, we often use the verb make. It's kind of like creating a sound, but creating is not really so natural. So make is much better in this case. The last one now, Kind of a shorter episode perhaps, but last one is connected to where something comes from or how it's made. So many of my electronics that I have were made in China, right? This is more about, again, linked to the creation, made in China. It was made in China and it was made by a very nice lady. I don't know who made it, but maybe she was a nice lady or maybe it was made in a factory, you know. 
And we can also use it to talk about materials. So these headphones that I have in my hand were made in China, made by Emily, let's say, and they're made from gold. I'm very rich, right? These are gold headphones. They're made from gold. I think a lot of you might know this one already, but yeah, we can use made to talk about how something is made, where it was made, where it was created, in other words. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. There's some examples and I hope that was helpful. I mean, they're quite basic and they're kind of the generic categories, but hopefully it was good practice to hear that. And as I said, I'm going to go over some of the specific rules and collocations now, and I'm going to give you the answers way, way, way at the end of this episode. So if you want to hear the answers, listen until after the music. If you just want to guess, then, you know, you can stop listening after the questions, but I hope you stick around. Well, I'm going to give you the final word and you have to decide whether this is do or make. So what if I said I need to mm an appointment? How about the word appointment? Is it do or make? How about money? Would we do money or would we make money? Hmm. How about talking about exercise? What do you think we say for exercise? So I'm going to mm, my exercise now. Another one, this is one that I hear many people getting wrong. Mistakes, mistakes. Will you do a mistake or will you make a mistake? Both of them sound like they could be possible, right? But only one of them is correct. It's a mistake. Um, the last one is shopping. Shopping. So I'm going to go out and mm, the shopping. What do you think we'd say? Okay, so we had appointment, a lot of money, exercise and shopping. Was that everything? I may have missed one, but I'm sure I'll, I'll remember that when I edit the podcast later. But <laughs> Well, I will tell you the answers at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. But yeah, I'm going to leave the main part there today. So thank you for listening. I hope it was helpful. I'm going to end this section thanking some of you guys who have left podcast reviews. Um, they're very short today, so it won't take too long. And then I'm going to end with a inspirational quote from my Instagram page. I have a couple reviews from Saudi Arabia. One of the names I can't read because it's in Arabic, but they left a five-star review and said it's a very helpful podcast. So thank you for that. I had one from Kuwait. And this, again, I say every time I'm going to pronounce your name wrong. So I apologize, but you don't have to tell me. Well, you can tell me if you want to, but don't, you know, don't laugh at me. So this person said, I am Wahab from Kuwait and I like your podcast because it's really helpful for me to improve my English. And they left a nice rose and a heart. So thank you very much. Another one from Jarbus Bravo. And they said, thanks for your podcast. I loved it from Brazil. Thank you very much. And another from 612VX. And they said, 
Thank you very much, amazing podcast. It's nice, simple reviews, but I really do appreciate it. So thank you very much for those. Okay, and now to pull out my phone and head over to Instagram. So for those of you who might be confused, I have two Instagram pages. One of them is more personal. It's well, my personal teaching page, English with Michael. The other one is only for this podcast, and this is a level dot up English. And on this one, I just post kind of inspirational quotes and phrases and expressions, a little bit you can learn throughout the week. Okay, so this week's quote is from Frank Herbert, and he said, one learns from books and example only that certain things can be done. Actual learning requires that you do those things. Okay, so I'll have you think about that one for today. I'm not going to explain it too much, but I think it can be very, very useful when thinking about language learning. Have a think about that one when you go about your day. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. Bye bye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening. Okay, welcome back. I'm going to tell you the answers to the previous quiz. See how many you got right. So there were five questions altogether. And the first one was make an appointment. To make an appointment. Second was about money. And again, you make a lot of money. Make an appointment, make a lot of money. The third one was exercise. And for this one, we say do. I'm going to do exercise. Next one was mistake. This one is make. So make a mistake. Think about that double M. <laughs> M-ache, mistake. Make a mistake. The final one was shopping. And this one is do. It's kind of like a job, work. I'm going to do the shopping. Yeah. Or do the groceries, something like that. How many did you get right? Did you get 100%? Let me know. But hopefully it went well and hopefully you learned something. Good job today.